are live. What's up, guys? Welcome to the DS Podcast. Let's get right into it. Alright, guys. Welcome back. We have a special guest here. Muhammad, do you mind introducing yourself to the audience? Yeah, definitely. I appreciate uh, inviting me to the show. That's uh, that's a pleasure. It's uh, actually the first interview I have about being the CEO founder of Passport Pro. Uh, my name is Muhammad Abu Sharab. You can uh, call me Mo. Uh, I'm an international lawyer, um, and um, I've been um, starting um, a company called Passport Bros, or you can say like a consultant agency. Um, I would like to help um, not just the passport bros, but anyone who would like to start or thinking about moving uh, abroad to a different country, whatever it's uh, for a better lifestyle or going into a relationship or starting a business or a fed up from the West and would like to see other options in, in different countries. Oh, wow. That's definitely amazing knowing that the audience, they really do love travel. <laughs> so yeah, that's definitely. <laughs> So, how was your upbringing? Uh, yeah, I was. Um, I'm. I'm a mix between different cultures and uh, and uh, you can say ethnicity. I was born in Egypt, uh, but I, I've moved to different countries. I've lived actually in eight countries. I've lived in the United Arab Emirates, Cyprus, Malta, Germany, United Kingdom, uh, um, and and a couple of others. Mauritius also. So I've lived in the Middle East, Africa, Europe. Uh, I've spent a couple of uh, months in the U.S. and Canada, and also the Caribbean. So most of my life, I've been traveling between different countries, whatever for personal reasons or uh, business region. And um, the idea that you can you can build a global lifestyle, it was very something. It was very like a, a very compli- complicated thing that you need to invest a lot. You need to have a company and residence. But nowadays, with technology and uh, with the digital nomadism that people are able to explore or work remotely in different locations so it's much more easy and uh, when i've heard about uh, that uh there's like a movement especially in the us about the passport pros i've done a couple of research and think i think i like the name the name is is exactly matching what i'm doing in my yeah. business uh, and uh, i see why why not register this name at the company uh, and see how the things are going. Yeah, and you are the first interview actually. I still have another interview pile up, but uh, it's have a pleasure to be the first interview. I'm talking more about the passport pros. No problem. I'm definitely glad to have you here, man. It's a pleasure. <laughs> man, that's man, that's off to a great start already. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, what made you actually get into being a international lawyer? Um, I'm, I'm currently holding a license to, to practice lawyers in a couple of countries. And uh, my main focus was doing uh, international business, help pe- people, help uh, international expats uh, build like a couple of li- global lifestyle will be able to get a residency uh, and uh, acquire real estate in different countries and be able to whatever you would like to really create or this would be like for tax reasons or just would like to have like a diversified portfolio. Also, I help uh, people move between countries just for, for real immigrations, like applying for visas and residency and acquire citizenship in other countries, between mainly the Middle East, Africa, Asia, and uh, and Europe. 
uh, are focused more than 10 years uh, on the UK market, mainly the UK during the Brexit time between UK and Europe uh, and the Middle East and, uh, and Africa. And I've seen during my lifetime uh, how it's very challenging, uh, the idea that it, it just going into another country is not, it's it now it's much more simple, but some people make it extremely simple as you are just uh, getting the ticket. Actually, no, there is like, you have to understand there's different mindset. You have to understand the legal challenges. You have to understand what you're going through. It's not as easy as you just press a click. And it's not as hard as some people thinking that you are going into hell. It's not as hard as hell and it's not as easy as a click. There is a process. And once you have a mindset for understanding the process, everything will be much more easier. Mm. Oh, wow. So for the audience out here who may not know, what countries have you actually been to so far in your lifetime? Uh, I've been to 25 plus uh, countries, mainly in uh, the Middle East, Africa, uh, most of Europe and North America, including a couple of uh, islands in the Caribbean. Uh, some countries I've stayed for a couple of years and some countries I stayed for a couple of days or months. Uh, but during my lifetime experience, I've done businesses with 50 plus countries. I've done business with all African uh, nations. Uh, including the Caribbean, uh, North Africa, Europe, and uh, Middle East, up to uh, sub-Indian continent, uh, India, Pakistan, Bangladesh, and um, Senegal, Sri Lanka. So it's it's a mix. Uh, and this gave me like understanding of different cultures and mindset on instant. Yeah, it's like, uh, this is one of my, you can say, uh, uh, I able to understand or fit into different country, uh, different places in different times and different uh, mindset instantly. I blend <laughs> in. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your actual thoughts on like the passport bros movement? Like, like, are these guys smart? Are they do, making the wrong move? What's your reasoning on that? Actually, it's like, it's a very old idea. It's, it's like, uh, um, I mean, I've helped a lot of individuals, whatever their friends or family or uh, clients, move for to get married or involved in in relationship, whatever from just starting the idea that I can find a better, a, 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 you can you, not say a better partner, but a different partner in a different idea. I've helped people who reside in the east move and get married to the west, and the same time helped individuals move from the west and get uh, relationships in the East. The challenge is the same. It's not, it's um, when, you, when you come with the West mentality and you're going to the East, you will face uh, a lot of obstacles and hurdles you need to get over it. And the same the other way around. If you're coming from the East mentality and you're going to the West, you need to know how you get in, uh, involved into different culture and get to it. When I've get uh, when I was searching about the, the passport rules and sees most of the videos that are available in the TikTok and the different social media platforms, they are just trying to look into it that we are fed up from the West and we will go to the East, all our relationship problems will be solved. That actually, yes, to a certain 
uh, extent that if you if you don't find the right partner in one location, and for many reasons, it could be cultural reasons, it could be income reasons, it could be less availability of, um, uh, yeah, I mean, a certain type of relationship you're looking for. If you're moving to another place where there is more availability, there is more mindset is different, and the accepting less than for more. That's like that's like behind my philosophy that you don't have to stick in what country to get the best. The world is different, and the more you travel, the more you'll be able to get the best from each place. So it's it's the same thing. But the, the main problem I've seen in the Passport Pro movement generally, that they are, they just say that uh, the partners in the West are very, they reach in, uh, uh, like um, a stage where not be able to build a relationship with them. So when we go to the to the East, everything will be much more easier. They don't. They just look for, to to the to the to the issue from the you can say from the. They just looked at the issue from the door. They never. They, they didn't actually go there and open the door and get into the room, which is everyone will be will see to a different different perspective. I'm trying to give as much as personal um, experience and hands-on experience from 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 the people I've seen myself during my, my lifetime experience and give insights that um, that you just need to follow certain rules and criteria and everything will be much more simpler. That's that's it. Just giving the real truth in in a very simple way to be everyone can be ad, uh, understand and, and digest it. Yeah. Oh wow, that was a great breakdown. Um, yeah, because I do see a lot of, when it comes to dating here in the West, the women here are usually more masculine. So I can see yeah. why people can actually come to that conclusion and actually try to move overseas. Because I always tell guys, just get that passport, man, experience traveling, because you, you may like it over there compared to here. So it was always a great thing to have and see. Um now, what are your what's your thoughts on like the current dating market between the Western countries and the traveling countries you have been to? I mean, the you can say each country or each culture look to dating from from different perspective. And many countries, um, not you can say a few a few countries in the West and the East still have the idea that we are dating in order to get married and build families. That's that's the concept they have. We are not just dating for dating. They don't have the hookup culture mentality. They're just having, uh, I have to date a man and I make sure he's fit so I can build a family. Okay, that that could be like a culture issue, could be a religious issue, could be. This is how how uh, they look to things, and this is how always been in, in all over the world. With the development happening in the West, uh, and now. Uh, especially the female partners look to it. No, I don't have to find the best man so I can build myself or get income or get support from him. I can be independent. I can find my, I don't have to rely on anyone to be, uh, to go through life. That's, that's idea was changed. That, that's why people are fed up from this and they, they're looking to find different partners with a different mindset in other countries. That's, that's, that's as simple as it. There is like, uh, you can say 
the market in the West is uh, is getting frustrated. The opportunities are getting lower, and no one's looking to build actually family. In the East, yeah, there's like more opportunities. They still have the, um, you can say, uh, not the old uh, mentality, but the the traditional mentality that we are dating to build relationship, nothing else. We don't have the hookup culture. Some some of them could have this culture, but actually the the wide variety of uh, uh, of the people looking to build families and get into men to build um, uh, to, to to have a better life. That's the idea. We are just we getting we getting together to be to be better in the long run, not in just the low uh, in the short term. Mm. So, Mohammed, I actually have a good question for you. Um, out of all the countries that you actually been to, which one is your actual favorite so far? Um, if you can say in in, in Africa, um, you can say Namibia, South Africa, Mauritius. Uh, it's depending what you what you're looking for, the quality of the uh, of the availability of dating. Uh, that's in Africa. In in Asia, it's like uh philippines is number one uh there is like uh there is more females available in the philippines if you compare to any other uh eastern country and wow. also there is yeah it's but but it's not it's like um the, av the availability doesn't mean that you will uh, you can go there and you don't like everything it's like when you go to a different country uh, you can you either like it instantly or you hate it instantly or you get some time to accept it so i have like i was helping people move to other countries and the first thing they just land say no 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 i don't want to stay here the weather is bad the food is bad the people are are crazy i would like to get out of here get me out of here and in the second thing wow that's amazing it's it's like i've been in heaven I like the food, the people, and everything is good. I would like to stay here forever. Find me a way to stay here. And the other way, you can say like the other 50% of the people, they don't like it, they don't hate it. They will try to adapt to how things are different and try to accept it. So when you, when you go to a country, even it have more availability of partners or the way of, of finding uh, better opportunities in this country, it's depending on your personal taste. If you will be able to accept it or no, if you'll be able to stay in this country for long term or no. Uh, one of the things that um, the information available online in the passport role, they get someone from Philippines or Thailand uh, or, um, uh, or East Europe or whatever, and he had been into the country for 20 years. And then this is my partner, we, everything is good. Uh, the, you don't know how much time and effort he spent to adapt to the country, understand the language, understand the culture, and then you see him after 5, 10, or 20 years. Don't think that when you move to a country or just land to the country, you will be like this guy. No, <laughs> that, will never, that will never happen. And, and, and this is not just in dating. This is actually in anything in life. When you, when you get out of your, from your comfort zone, so a totally different environment. It will take some time until you're able to adapt and understand and digest and build a real life experience so you can see what I, what I will do next. There is nothing happening in the world instantly. And this is one of the uh, misinformation
that about about the passport bro that just once you travel all your problems will be solved nothing happened in life nothing happened in life and it's 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 a process mm. so if you had any advice for men in their 20s what would it be uh it's the, the best advice i can i can get you if you it's like you have to be it's not about that i can tell you for example as we discussed go to philippines or go to thailand or go to um, east europe or africa or latin america everyone have a different taste it's it's like it, that's in dating you can you can look to certain um you can you can say partners and i like this type so I can stick. So try to gather as much of the information about the availability and options of different countries. And if you like, if, if you, for example, into the Latin America, then to, then put like five, six countries in Latin America and try to learn as much as, as each one. Brazil is not like Mexico. Mexico is like not Argentina. Argentina is not like Paraguay. They look like the same. They might speak the same language, they might have the same culture, but they are different. There is different cultures um, between them, and there's different, you can say, way of tradition of building a relationship or doing or moving to this country. So you have to see that the, the first thing, they will accept you or no, how you'll be able to change and accept a different mindset, because they can accept you, but you are not accepting them, because they, they actually different from you. Okay, you're looking for the for the purpose of finding a better uh, a better partner, but you have to take time and and understand that they are not the same like you. They don't have the comfort zone like yourself. So it it's it's a process. So if you if you like a region or a country, try to know as much as information about them before going, and then. Once you decide, I would like to go to Mexico, I would like to go to Philippines, I would like to go to Brazil. Okay, go as uh, like, uh, you can say like um, discovery trip. You will you will take like a couple of weeks off. You don't have anything, uh, you need to travel back home. Just have like, go there as a kind of mix between tourists and you exploring the country. But don't go stay in the resort and no, just go into a small hotel um, that's not very famous in a very well, uh, you can say local area where you can understand and get as much of the culture. Don't go to the famous expat location or the tourist attractions. You will learn nothing if you go to there because everyone will speak English. You, you'll not you'll not have this. You still feel the, that you're still in the conference zone. But if you if you got out. At different locations uh, and stay with the locals eat with the locals uh, try to live at the local and if you feel that you're comfortable for a couple of weeks okay that's that means your discovery trip is successful and you're ready for the next step so you need to see where i can find part how much it will cost me what kind of documents i need to be ready what kind of mindset i need to be ready with them i need to understand as much ask can about this country and then take it to the next step so it's not just about booking the trip and everything will be fine no take it step by step mm. so for the travelers for the guys out here 
who actually want to travel, what are some essential items to have when getting ready to travel? It's if you have been, it, it's depending on how much you, you have an experience in traveling. If you have been never outside the US before, it's not just about the passport. You need passport, you need credit card, you need a mobile number, you need a backup mobile number, you need cash, you need to have an cash, like you need to have cash for, 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 for daily transaction and you need to have like a couple of backup cash. And, and instead of anything happened to the credit cards, you don't be able to access them. Um, that's the minimum things you need to, to have. And then you, ha you need to have a plan. If you're planning to stay like three, four weeks, book a hotel for two weeks, don't, don't book more than this, and you are very comfortable in the location, just try to extend your stay for another uh, two weeks. Uh, don't try to book, uh, when you book a, um, a flight, try to make it as flexible as, as possible. Uh, also try to understand how many days a week I'll be able to stay in the country uh, without ha I mean, if you have an American passport, mostly, you'll not be able, some countries allow you to stay 30 days, 60 days, and 90 days. So you have to know the difference. If I, if I, would, be, if I would like to stay beyond the 30 or 60 or 90 days, do this country allow me to extend my stay inside the country or I have to travel back and come uh, and come with a, with a new visa? So that's, that's the thing that people mostly um, avoid or they don't understand with going to travel to uh, a different country. Uh, also, how will be able to maintain, if you have a remote job or you're doing anything back home in the US, I'll be able to maintain your any um, responsibilities. I'll be able to uh, keep in touch with your family back there. And, and this is that's a simple steps you, you will need definitely in order to have a successful trip without any, any problems. Mm. So is there, would, is there any dangers to be aware of when traveling? Yes, definitely. It's like, um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's the, the, there is always danger when you travel, but it's not as danger as you see it in the media. It's like if you go to Mexico, next day you will be kidnapped. <laughs> you will be disappeared forever. It's not like this. It's, it's, and it's not as easy that you will, you will, I can say, um, you can say comfortably, there is many uh, destinations in the world much more safer than many cities in the US because they have gun, they have gun controls, you don't have a high um, crime rate. So you can, you can, you can try to get uh, you can, you can, this information is available online and you can get how much safety is available in the country. But whatever information you find online, it could be less or more. Uh, it could be tensions. It's, it's like if, if you're traveling to like um, a country and then you need just to follow the news about the country for, for a couple of days to make sure that everything there is safe. And it's, and always avoid countries that not welcoming U.S. citizens because it's like U.S. citizens have this, um, especially the announcement that it's it's safe to travel to X, Y, Z, but some countries could have troubles when you travel. So just make sure that uh, if anything happened, where I will go, where is the nearest U.S. consulate? If I if if I lost my my U.S. passport, what what I would be able to do? Because this is a very important thing. Your passport is like your it's you'll not be able to do anything without it. So you have to 
uh, you have to protect it by it's much more valuable than your wallet if you lost your wallet you can get your wallet easily if whatever you have like virtual credit cards in the mobile or whatever but if you lost your passport it's a very lengthy process and to get it back it's 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 a terrible situation especially if you are in in an overseas situation that's 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 mostly the thing yeah Hmm. So what kind of jobs can travelers usually get when they want to work overseas or before they want to travel and get overseas? Um, if you already have like a nine to five job and you would like to explore the Passport Pro's lifestyle, it, it will be extremely hard because you need to take days off or you need to you need to tell the employer I'll be going off for, for whatever reasons. But if you start your journey already on finding, um, you can say there's different types of jobs, the remote, the fully remote jobs, which you can do 100% do, do online. And there's something called hyper jobs. When you don't have to be um, on, the, on the office for a couple of days and, or you can say like a couple of weeks per year and the other, the other, the other time you can be off remotely. So you can, you can see how we flexible you will be able to do if you find 100% remote jobs and you will be able to do it from an, another country because some employers uh, doesn't allow you to to continue doing your job from another country that's that's like a legal issue depending how your flexibility your employer if you're working in a very sensitive critical business they might know they might you you have to work in the US soil otherwise your your contract could be terminated some other jobs they don't give uh, i mean the it doesn't matter if you are working remotely whatever from the us or mexico or, or the other side of the world they, they don't bother you so you, you need to know what kind of um, rules you have in the job and then and then once you find the job that can be able to accept you as a full-time remote how you'll be able to maintain doing the job while overseas you will need to have a very good internet access and you need to have um, you need to accept that you'll be able to work from a challenger different situation if you book hotel and it's a very noisy you'll be able to continue doing your job or no that's one of the things you have to adapt it so it's like it's like a kind of mindset changing uh, you'll be able to continue doing your job from overseas or no and especially the time zone if you're going to mexico it's like the time zone like the us going to Latin America that same same time zone. But if you're going to uh, Turkey, if you're going to Cyprus, if you're going to Thailand uh, or um, um, or Philippines, it's totally different time zone. People will be sleeping and you will be up. So it's, it will be the other way around. Yeah. So it's a little bit challenging. It's not for everyone as long as you um, need to understand it. Uh, and, and and see the challenges and and then build the plan. That's that's it. Mm. So, what does the future look like for you in your business? Um, I mean, during the last six months, I've uh, I've decided to. Before the pandemic, I was one hundred percent office based. I used to have an office in the city of London, in the United Kingdom, and. Uh, I was managing other offices in the Middle East, Africa, and parts of Europe. So we was we was 100% uh, office-based business. And during the pandemic, we've switched to be uh, fully remote. And then 
from six months ago, I decided to go fully solo. Um, I, I not just starting Passport Pro, I have other businesses also, but I will be able to practice and provide not just uh, advice or you can say legal advice, but I'm trying to be as uh, you can say consultant or advisor for individuals who would like to go uh, and build a global lifestyle, whatever it's for business reason, for lifestyle reasons, or just they would like to uh, building um, a different lifestyle where they'll be able to enjoy more uh, of the world. That's 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 what I'm doing. I, I've seen, I mean, yesterday, one of the famous banks in the US just being collapsed. So it's like, this is, unfortunately, the more things happen uh, in, in, in West countries like the UK or the US and Europe, the more people will, will, will realize that things are not safe like before, and I need to have a backup option. Uh, I need to have money outside in different ecosystem, outside the US or the, or the EU, in different currencies, uh, in different banks. They have less risk, they have easy to access, uh, and I will be able to maintain my business. If I'm doing my, my business 100% online, you know, be able to generate income from whatever whatever uh, platform or whatever sources I will be able, I will be able to uh, enjoy life in different country and still have the same uh, access to income, and I don't have to be tied to like the US, the UK, or, or EU in general. That's the idea. So there is like more people into that we can have better options overseas, and I think that that will be benefit my business in general. Mm. Now, when it comes to actual like countries to choose to do taxes, um, I heard Dubai was actually looking really nice with the zero percent tax for the free zone. Yes, yeah. It's it's like um, Dubai is is a is a part of um, country called United Arab Emirates. It's like a state. They have different states, and one of the state is is Dubai. Dubai have something called free zones. Free zone is like you will be able to open. 100% uh, tax-free company, and when you open the company, they give you a tax-free bank account, and they give you also a residence residency linked to your uh, company. So you'll be able to live in the in in the, in, the, in Dubai itself. You'll be able to consider yourself as um, a Dubai residents. So you can you can you can actually move uh, from the US to Dubai. And you will you will have a lot of tax savings when you move to different countries. Uh, you will be able to move. Um, I mean, if if you're generating any income outside the U.S., uh, it will not be hundred tax. Uh, you can say hundred percent tax free, but you'll be able to reduce the amount of tax you pay as a U.S. citizen, even you are um, uh, living or have a residency in other countries. The the idea that I mean U.S. U.S. citizen have this. Um, uh, you will not be able to 100% tax free because the, the as long as they stay U.S. citizens, they still tie and they have to pay taxes up to the uh, IRS to a certain level. But if they if they're looking to go 100% tax free, they have to re-announce the citizenship or get another uh, citizenship from other countries, and they will be able to claim that they are now 100% tax free. Mm. There's different ways, and one of them is United Arab Emirates. It's um, it could be, this is one of the ideas that I've tell also the passport bros that if you're looking to move to other countries and you have an income online and you don't have anything uh, 
uh, you don't have to generate your income from the VIS itself. Why you not build, you just have using the Dubai as you can say like center point, you can use it to move your residency, tax residency from US uh, to Dubai, open the company, get the bank account and establish yourself there. And once you are there, uh, Dubai is similar to, you can say, like New York 20 years ago or San Francisco 20 years. It's very safe. It's very cosmopolitan. Uh, it's very well connected. It's, it's near all the hot destinations countries. You can find a lot of partners like in Philippines and Thailand or even in Africa. Or So it's it could be like a step and uh, and building your global lifestyle or building the global, you can say that the passport bros lifestyle. That, that could be like uh, um, something that you can do to maintain yourself overseas and understand the mindset and then take a next step. Mm, man. Because I remember thinking about it and that actually came to my head and the buy was the answer for me. <laughs> I actually plan yes. on setting up my businesses over there. So. Yeah, definitely. It's like... I mean, it, 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 it's not very expensive, by the way. You can start as minimum uh, as 10K uh, USD just to set up yourself and get the company and get residence. And you don't have actually to live there all the time. You can set up the company and get residence and stay like for a couple of weeks, and then you can go to other destination. But when you go to the other destination, you, you will be in front of the US authorities as uh, uh, Dubai tax resident. So they will look to it as you're still paying taxes in Dubai. Uh, that's that's how the tax treaties work, but you're actually not paying anything. Okay. Now, when doing that process, um, you actually have to have a remote job, correct? Um, uh, to, to, do, to do the setup in Dubai, you don't have anything. You just need to have to access the capital, and you'll be able to maintain yourself outside your country. You don't have actually needed job. If you if you have an income source or uh, if you have a, um, any passive income or you have a, even a remote job and you have enough savings, you can start the setup instantly. You don't have to uh, have like a special setup or anything. You just you just need to have the mindset and I'm, I'm going to go in a different location. Okay, that's, that's, that's interesting. Um, do you have any extra stories for the viewers regarding traveling? Uh, yeah, definitely. The stories never end. It's like, uh, what, what I can tell you that uh, one of the misinformation also available in the passport pros that when you go to uh, an Eastern country that's partners or female from this country would like to uh, marry you or build a relationship with you because you will be like their access to the US. You will get them a free green card. That actually used to be, um, you can say, some of the girls or some of the partners in the, um, in the East, that will be number one um, requirement for them. If, if, if she tell you from the beginning, I, my dream is to live in the US and I will be with you to be in the US. That's like, that's a red flag. Don't go for it because you, <laughs> you, you, you don't actually, because, because she, she will hit her country. She will push you and she will do everything to, for, for 
she will make your life miserable uh, in her country. So you can say, okay, I'm fed up. I would like to go to the US, come with me. She think the problem is that whatever you're from the West or the East, uh, or the East it's like people look to, um, the green is always, uh, um, the grass is always green on the other side. And some partners look to the US as it's the heaven because they see it in the TV. They was grown up at the US at the best place in the world. They don't understand how things are get changed during the last five to 10 years or 20 years. So it's not used to be the dreams. Um, so if you, if you think that your partner is just getting a relationship just to go to the US, that's not the best way for it. Uh, that's the first thing. The, th the second thing, when you try to go, if you try to build a relationship or just get in touch with other uh, partners in other countries and you're looking to see them or you just, you build a relationship online and would like to establish a relationship uh, in the real world, have, don't have just one option because some of the guys contact me and say, uh, I found this um, lady online and everything is good. I'm decided to visit her in home country. And then when he goes here, he's shocked for whatever reason, for, for, for whatever it's, 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 we don't have to, we don't have to specify the reason, but so when you use the build relationship as this is like a, a kind of business, you're going there to check a couple of opportunities. And once you are happy with one opportunity, take it to the next step. Don't just build the relationship with one and say, I'm, I'm, uh, uh, I, I will not, I will not do anything or I will, uh, I, just one, the, 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 it will not, it will never happen from the first uh, chance. It will take some time until you get to the, uh, to the better um, opportunity. That's it. Oh, wow. That's some good advice. <laughs> <laughs> um, so do you have any last words for the viewers? Uh, yeah, it's like um, I can say you have enough savings before moving overseas and uh, and try to have a different mindset. The more the more you're accepting others, the more others will accept you. So as far as the cost, what would you say is like the general saving amount you should have from your experience? Some countries, it's very, you can live comfortably on one to two K uh, USD. So have at least two times six, at least. Okay. That's that you can build up your understanding uh, because the first time you get into the country, you will be spending like a tourist. And then a couple of weeks, you will understand uh, where the locals are buying and how to save like a local. And, and your monthly expenses will start to be getting uh, down. So have at least six months uh, saved up so you can be able to, that, that's like a comfort zone. If you have more, that's good. If you have less, it's good also, but at least to be in, on the, uh, to be just, to be ready for the, it, it's, it's not a challenge. It's like, it's like a journey. Just enjoy it as much as you can. Uh, you will learn a lot. So when you, when you we are not financially stressed, many things would be much more easier. Mm. Yeah, because I always say to have at least six months to a year of savings and yes, yeah, yeah, yeah definitely, yeah. yes, yes, the minimum is six, yeah. Um, 
So, Muhammad, how can people actually find more about you? Where can they find you? Uh, yes, you can you can Google my name. Uh, that's the first thing. Or you can just uh, type uh, passpros.net. That's the main site for the um, for the Passport Pro uh, consultancy. You'll find my uh, WhatsApp. You'll find the YouTube page. Uh, you'll find all the information about uh, service we provide. Also, we are not providing. We have free services and we have paid services. If you join the community, I ha uh, we have a, a Facebook group now uh, under the name Passport Bros. We have 200 plus members from different, from not just the US, by the way. We target everyone from the Middle East, Africa, anyone, even not just men. <laughs> we are <laughs> we are accepting everyone. It's like. Uh, I, what I can tell you, funny, that uh, I've received a couple of messages from from individuals, female, who are looking up for males. So it's like it's not they call the they still call themselves passport bros, but it's it's the other way around. So if you just Google passport bros limited uh, or just Google my name, that that you find all the information. And there you have it, guys. Make sure to look after yourself from around the world, and I'll see you guys on the next live stream. Have a great one. I appreciate it, yeah.